0: We're taking a peek into geek culture and sharing our top 10 fandom favorites. Let Your Geek Sideshow presents Geek Culture Countdown. Hey guys, this is Kitty. And this is Susan. And welcome back to the Geek Culture Countdown. So this week, we're counting down our top 10 Joker schemes in the DC universe. I don't know why, but scheme sounds kind of... Almost too lighthearted of a word for some yeah, of these Yeah, these things. are kind of really messed up things that he does. <laughs> so I'm not... It's, scheme makes scheme makes
1: it sound like we have a playful relationship, <laughs> and we do not.
0: Well, we needed a, a faster title than Top 10 things that the Joker has done that are kind of messed up in the DC universe. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we went with schemes. <laughs> the Clown Prince of Crime is one of the most famed villains in... All of pop culture, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. (laughs) I think he transcends like
1: just comics or DC or anything. I think that he's one of the top villains of all time.
0: Absolutely. So whether he's besting Batman or hanging out with Harley Quinn or even stumping Superman in some of these, uh, the Joker always has something up his sleeve. So we've done our best to get uh, to put together a top 10 list of some of his zaniest, scariest and most downright insane schemes. So without further ado, let's get started. Number 10 on our list is Emperor Joker. So the Emperor Joker storyline was a nine-part Superman comic uh, series that took place over several different titles where the Man of Steel found himself in an alternate reality that had been constructed by the Joker. And it was constructed by the Joker. It's like, the Joker doesn't have reality warping powers, or does he? So (laughs) he does now. He stole 99% of Mr. Mixispitalik's powers Mm -hmm. uh, and used it to recreate a world where The real Justice League, or our Justice League, were criminals, and the real Justice League was led by Bizarro with a bunch of villains on the team, and uh, he thought he won in this universe until he discovered he tried to kill Batman, and Batman came right back because the Joker discovered in this universe he's nothing without Batman, so he couldn't defeat Batman or else (laughs) he would disappear, so he gave up and put the world back to normal.
1: Okay, this is so awesome because we're just going to kind of go directly into number nine because... um, Number nine is the going sane storyline and spinning off of the fact that Joker cannot exist without Batman. um, This is based on a story. Well, the going sane storyline is from the Legends of the Dark Knight from 1994 until like the beginning of 95. But in the storyline, the Joker actually defeats Batman and in so has to go sane because he is, again, where do you go from there? Because He's nothing without Batman. So with the loss of his like ultimate nemesis and the guy, his sparring partner, like he has no choice but to retreat into his sanity because he can no longer like he can't deal with <laughs> himself anymore. So instead of going insane like some people do, he goes sane. <laughs>
0: Excuse me for a minute. I'm going to go sane. <laughs> I just think
1: I just thought it was such like a great one of the main themes that you see throughout the Joker and Batman and their dynamic is that one cannot exist without the other, but more specifically, the Joker cannot exist without Batman. And so it's just a really funny thing that like two of these stories already (laughs) have to do with the Joker disappears or would disappear without Batman or the Joker cannot function without him to the point where he mentally goes sane. <laughs> so uh, number nine is the Joker go- or it's called Batman going sane. That
0: storyline from Legends of the Dark Knight. All right. So number eight on our list is Arkham City. It's Batman Arkham City from the Arkham video game series. So following the events of Arkham Asylum, which uh, had a kind of crazy ending and, and this is going to spoil some video game stuff for you guys. If if you haven't played through the games already uh, after Arkham Asylum the Joker is slowly dying because he injected himself with Titan formula and it's mutating in his blood. Oh, so, I remember I remember uh I remember Kevin Conroy talking about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the and the video games have yeah. the have the animated mm-hmm. series voice cast yeah. so like they are oh. top notch. So, with his mutating blood, he manages to lure Batman in and actually give Batman a blood transfusion which means Batman is now dying of the same disease that the Joker has. And he also reveals the surprise that he has poisoned all of the hospitals in Gotham. So Batman has kind of a ticking life clock going on. But halfway through the game, you find out that the Joker is suddenly healed, and you're and, and what is going on? But Batman is still dying, so Batman continues his pursuit of the Joker until he realizes the healthy Joker was Clayface all along, who was helping the Joker. Oh, wow. Who That's actually, such a great twist. Oh, it is. These, these games are insane and awesome, but ha- having Clayface help him is what kept Batman... Uh, pursuing the Joker, and at the end of the game, the Joker does succumb to his illness because he actually wasn't healed, and Batman carries his body out of Arkham City, lays him on a police car, and then walks away. Oh, my so, gosh. So the Joker kept Batman guessing, and 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 Batman ends up okay in the end, but this was one of those really cool moments of, of the Joker just stringing Batman along for everything he had. Wow. Yeah. The games are really great. <laughs>
1: I've never played any of them, but that kind of makes me want to. So number um, seven on the list is The Return of the Joker, and it is a Batman Beyond, I guess, mini-movie, because it's it's an elongated episode. Um, But it is about exactly what the title is the joker (laughs) returning after he was believed to be dead for 40 years and it's a really kind of rich storyline that brought back a lot of characters from the original batman series into the batman beyond universe including Mm -hmm. like nightwing as dick grayson and tim drake and um harley quinn and um barbara gordon and in this particular storyline um the Joker comes back after everyone believed him to be dead. And it's like, well, how did that happen? Well, it happened because... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you how that happened. Um, so when the Joker returns, he unleashes his trademark Joker toxin into the Batcave and um, leaves the old man Bruce Wayne and um, uh, Terry, Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. for yeah. dead. And um, so Barbara has to kind of explain to him how on earth the Joker's still alive. And it's because the Joker tortured Tim Drake, uh, into revealing all of Batman's secrets. And so the Joker had all of Batman's secrets Ooh. and Tim Drake was being tortured. And the Joker was trying to convince Tim to kill Batman, but in like trademark Batman type last minute things, Batman swoops in and kills him in quotes before Tim suffered a full mental breakdown. So, um, the Joker was so convincingly dead, and I keep using air quotes, but you guys can't see me, um, that even Harley Quinn believed the Joker Mm. to be dead. And if Harley Quinn believes the Joker to be dead, that's pretty much like the nail in the coffin, uh, (laughs) so to speak, because, you know, she would do anything for him while he is still alive.
0: So There's no way they could get this all into one regular-sized episode. And I was
1: like, and that's about the beginning of the plot, so I really (laughs) recommend... um, unleashing like unleashing the rest of the movie upon yourself because honestly like the the big return moment is him coming back to the Batcave unleashing the Joker talks and the story of him coming back to life and then you know, continuing on to how they defeat him a second time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but it did make number seven on our list of Joker schemes. Pretending to
0: be dead's a pretty good scheme.
1: <laughs> Only if you get away with it. Yes, which he did for 40 years. Ooh. So he wins.
0: <laughs> um All right. All right. Go. So number six on our list, going back to the video games. Uh, this is Injustice Gods, um, Gods Among Us. So this is another one where he's up against Superman, actually. Uh, in the Injustice game universe, the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane which sets off an entire ah, what? an that entire makes so alternate sad. universe it's 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 devastating. It makes because me so sad. It's oh, it. I Did mean, it just break your heart. Ugh, I mean, those games are not. Uh, they're not a fun time if you're living in that alternate universe. So the Joker does get his hand on Scarecrow's fear toxin, and he tricks Superman into think uh, into thinking that Lois is Doomsday. And I don't need to tell you what happens after Aww. that. But um, after this, and when Superman comes to and realizes how badly he's been tricked, and tricked is almost too light of a word for it, um, he murders the Joker in Retribution, leading Superman to become a totalitarian dictator. He he goes hardcore justice. His uh, Now I'm using air quotes, justice. Uh, <laughs> That's under, like a thing today. We're using air quotes. <laughs> under a totalitarian regime where he is the sole uh, dubious moral compass of the world. And so Batman actually has to raise an insurgency against Superman. Um, and they find... They find this alternate universe where the Joker failed to make Superman kill Lois Lane and, and then the two universes collide and the heroes have to take down this tortured version of Superman in the Injustice, both one and two universes. This is so upsetting. It It's really upsetting, especially because some other characters like... Uh Black Canary and Green Arrow are still like super fun characters in this gritty universe. Oh no. <laughs> so it's it's kind of hard but the fact that the fact that the Joker set Superman off on this path and created this entire destroyed alternate universe was was pretty intense. Jeez.
1: Um well this is normally where we would break for our honorable mention, but we didn't necessarily have one for the Joker. Uh, and his schemes at least not one that we wanted to honorably mention
0: yeah if that no, makes sense no I don't think there's honor with the Joker and his schemes no most, and most I, of these deserve and to be on the top 10 and that's where they are and
1: I'm pretty sure to prove our point we will go into number 5 right now which is the Joker storyline in The Dark Knight Returns ooh the specific moment that I would like to talk about is the moment where he commits suicide in order to frame Batman for murder. Ugh. It is so, again, heartbreaking because, like, the Joker's just a totally messed up person to the point where he, he was trying so hard to, like, get Batman to kill him. Like, that was his whole thing. He's mm-hmm. trying to get Batman to kill him, get Batman to kill him. So he is torturing all these innocent people and obviously... um, Batman shows up because that's what he does when innocent people are being tortured, and um, the Joker just kept egging him on, and Batman kept getting angrier and angrier. And The Dark Knight, um, re- The Dark Knight Returns, is, is an older Bruce who is um, a little bit more—I w- I would say like he—he's—he's weathered—is mm. a good way to put okay. it, and he's like less—he's less in control because of the weathering. Oh. Okay. Um, And so the Joker can get under his skin in a different way than he normally can. So he's egging him on. He's trying to get him to kill him. And Batman, because he's Batman, still doesn't. But the Joker says, I'll see you in hell and snaps his own neck in order to frame Batman for his own murder. So that's a pretty messed up thing
0: to do. Wow. Uh, yeah you got to be one crazy and two pretty strong to be able to do that. Yeah, Ooh. it's like a really crazy cuz you know this is like Frank Miller's writing. And so it's like it's
1: um it's really dark and it's totally messed up and you know because it's Frank Miller you you definitely have that huge moment of Batman being the honorable guy of like no like i'm sticking to my code and the joker mm-hmm. being like i'll see you in hell and
0: snapping his own neck. Ugh. So,
1: <laughs> number 5 is the joker in the dark knight returns.
0: All right, on a slightly more lighthearted note, i think this one is one <laughs> of the one of the funnier schemes, if you will. Uh this is number 4 on our list is the joker fish. So, i love this. We, <laughs> so this is uh the animated series and also a a comic book issue that the animated series episode was adapted from, uh, the laughing fish. So in this famous episode of the animated series, um, Gotham Harbor is, is filled with all these fish that have this deformed classic Joker smile with big red lips and, and they're kind of white with uh, green fins and everyone's like, what in the world is going on? Um, so the Joker has released a toxin into the harbors, but they discover that the that it's not poisonous to people. And so they're trying to figure out, well, if he's poisoning all the fish and it doesn't hurt people, like what's his game here? So the Joker, being a smart (laughs) entrepreneurial guy he is, he was trying to copyright the fish and their appearance because (laughs) they're based on his own face. I love it. And so when the Gotham City Copyright Office refuses his claim to copyright fish uh, and earn a a percentage of the profits, I'm glad we can laugh at this one. I know, I love it. Uh, He holds them for ransom because... They won't listen to him. So Obviously. then Batman has to intervene. But I mean, of all the ways to establish your dominance in Gotham City, taking a copyright uh, percentage of, of fish market sales is <laughs> a pretty interesting way to go. So that's number four on our list. That's amazing. <laughs> this is another, again, I feel,
1: I feel like the Joker, like there's a reason he's the clown prince of crime, you know? Like there is some humor to him as well as... A lot of darkness,
0: depending on where you're standing. As it's he true. does each of these, as he does each of his schemes and tricks and jokes and masterful plans, uh, some someone somewhere is laughing. Uh, <laughs> it's not always us, but
1: somewhere, <laughs> absolutely. So number three on our list is another sort of kind of lighthearted one. It's a it's an episode of Batman the Animated Series called uh, Joker's Favor. And um, it's based on a comic book. That's something I loved about the animated series is most of their episodes are based on the comics because mm. by the time they were making the animated series, there was like 60 years of comics. And it's too. awesome
0: for collectors who want to get those ones. And it's like, this is one of my favorite. Episodes. Absolutely. It's
1: one of my favorite episodes. And it's one of my favorite comic books. So this is based on a comic book called Slay Ride by um, Paul Dini, who also wrote the episode of Batman, the animated series. Um Joker's favor. So the only difference between the comic and... Well, not the only difference. So the opening is basically the same. So Slay Ride is about um, someone who needs help. And he's hitchhiking. His name's Charlie. But in the comics, it's Robin. Uh, (laughs) But in, in... We're talking about the animated series. So his name is Charlie. And he needs help. So the Joker gives him a ride. And in return, he wants one favor. And while... You know, the Joker did also, I, I, this sounds a lot more innocent than it was. He also took him to the woods and like messed with him a bunch. And like <laughs> Charlie had to plead for his life. And he said, okay, you can have your life, but I you owe me a favor. Oh. <laughs> so the Joker calls in the favor. Years later, after Charlie has moved out of Gotham and changed his name, the Joker is still able to find him. Ooh. And the favor is he has to go pick up Harley Quinn from the airport. So it's the first appearance <laughs> of Harley Quinn. Um, so because it's the Joker, it's never that simple. So he not only has to pick up Harley from the airport, but he also has to bring Harley to a very specific place and pick up a cake. And then he has to take the cake and Harley to a very specific specific uh dinner for commissioner gordon and guess who's in the cake <laughs> <laughs> the joker um, oh. so it's just it's another kind of sort of lighthearted one and obviously you know he's in the cake but he's gonna explode the party because that's
0: what he does that's what you do
1: <laughs> and uh you know hilarity ensues but only in that like really terrible joker type way yep but it was the first appearance of harley quinn which you know, the rest is history. We're <laughs> 20, twenty-five years later and she's still like one of the most popular characters in the DC universe. So good on you, Joker. You brought us Harley. Number three is Joker's favor, a.k.a. the first appearance of Harley Quinn.
0: All right, so number two on our list, I almost don't know if we should blame the Joker for this one. No, I feel like it's only half his fault. It's only half his fault. So number two on our list is death in the family, not to be confused with death of the family, which, which is, is another Joker involving storyline. This um, one, I don't know which one's darker. We should do a poll. <laughs> hey, we'll have we'll do a vote like uh, we'll DC. Do, Comics We'll do did. a vote like DC Comics. So so this storyline is infamous uh, because in the 1980s, Jason Todd. Um, was introduced as a replacement for Dick Grayson, and people didn't love him so much. I mean, he was impulsive, he was he was kind of bratty, he wasn't the Robin that everyone was accustomed to. You know
1: what's funny is I feel like uh, Damian Wayne was like a lot of the same things <laughs> as Jason Todd. And I remember the introduction of both of these characters. Huh. So we should definitely do like another then and now podcast about maybe like Robin. Robin. But I hated Jason Todd. <laughs> And I liked Damian Wayne, so I don't know the difference.
0: <laughs> well, see, this is this is what something. This is uh, what DC Comics noticed, and an editor named Dennis O'Neill introduced the idea of letting fans vote on Jason Todd's fate because they were like, he's not he's not as likable. So, what should we do with him? So they created a poll, and I think it was only open for like 36 hours or something. It was it was like a real small window. Ten over 10,000 votes were cast, and the narrow majority voted to have Jason Todd be killed. So uh, writer Jim Starlin had Joker do the deed, and so in this in Batman uh, number 428, it's a. A four-issue series collected, but in 428, the Joker carries out the plan by torturing Jason with a crowbar, restraining him in a warehouse, and then blowing up the warehouse with a time bomb. So I almost feel like it, it almost seems like a don't shoot the messenger in terms of like... I mean, the, <laughs> the Joker didn't ask to kill Jason Todd. Maybe he did. But but DC Comics said, "What? what do you guys think should happen? And the fans voted and... And the rest is history. Yeah,
1: I am not old enough to have voted in this poll, but I probably would have voted the same.
0: <laughs> I did not like him at all. So it, in, at the end of the day, it is a Joker scheme, but it it's number two on our list, mostly for the significance of the fact that fans got to play the part of the Joker in some small way. Yeah,
1: and even if you think about it in the way like the Joker usually has like... This or that, or here are some options. Yeah. Like like you could do my way, or you
0: could get blown up. And Batman couldn't save him. So, and that led to the iconic cover where he's like cradling Robin. Yes. Yeah. But so number two on our list is Death in the Family.
1: Number one on our list is an episode of Batman the Animated Series that I annoyed Kitty into putting <laughs> on the list. But Tell me, Susan, what is that one? <laughs> it's called Christmas with the Joker. Um, it has the infamous Jingle Bells Batman smells <laughs> in it, and I love it so much. It's probably one of my favorite episodes of Batman <laughs> the Animated Series. Definitely my favorite episode with the Joker in it. And all it is is it's a simple Christmas episode. Um, Batman and Alfred go to turn on It's a Wonderful Life in Wayne Manor and they find out it's not on instead what's on is a special that the Joker calls Christmas with the Joker and they have to find him at this secret location or else (laughs) so they do because Batman and Alfred decide to look for power surges in Gotham and follow the power surges and figure out where he's broadcasting from oh of
0: course because that's 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 what I would do (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs)
1: And he is able to free the people that Joker has kidnapped, um, who are like mall Santas. (laughs) I don't even remember who the people are. They're not like real characters, I don't think. I'm telling you guys all this from memory (laughs) Um, because I've watched this episode that many times. But uh, the Joker tries to take off on a Christmas tree as a rocket, obviously, but instead... Joe, uh, Batman is able to capture him and he winds up spending Christmas alone in his cell while oh, Batman no. does get to watch It's a Wonderful Life with Alfred. Oh
0: good, so, oh good. Happy
1: endings all around. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the number one Joker scheme because it's like, I feel like it's a good combination of lighthearted and also the Joker's is really going to mess some stuff up and like ruin
0: Christmas for Gotham. Absolutely and Batman had to employ a little bit of critical thinking. It could have mm-hmm. ruined a, it could have completely ruined someone's holiday yeah like, it's got that right mix of enough of a scheme but enough of an evil plot as yeah well. exactly <laughs> but and but no one had to no one had to die here <laughs> no one had to die good so just to recap our list really quickly number 10 was superman emperor joker number nine was batman going sane number eight was arkham city number seven was return of the joker number six injustice gods among us number five the dark knight returns number four joker fish Number three, the first appearance of Harley Quinn or Joker's Favor. Number two, Death in the Family. And number one, Christmas with the Joker. So that's... <laughs> Why are you
1: laughing? <laughs> because I'm the Joker. Maybe he gassed up this chamber. I, I was going to say,
0: did our list put a Joker smile on your face? Or did, did we miss something critically important? I mean, we might have, we might have overlooked something because we were laughing too hard yeah. about most of our list. It was a, it was a very ha-ha, oh uh, no, ha-ha, uh, ha, oh uh, no type yeah. of list. So if if we missed something that you think should be on the list, be sure to let us know on our blog and tell us at uh, GeekSideShow.com. And that was the top 10 Joker schemes. This has been your Geek Culture Countdown. For more ad-free pop culture news and content, visit GeekSideShow.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to let your Geek side Show.